0: Welcome to the Friends Friday Fun Podcast. Enjoy fun and amusing ways to nurture relationships with insights on improving vision for a brighter future, expanding value with gained wisdom and increased vitality through legacy living. Live your best life now with our host, the dancing motivator, Penny Lee Prevost.
1: Well thank you so much Carl for that amazing introduction and I am so excited because of course today is Friends Friday and I want to welcome you and thank you for taking the time to join us today and listening in and today I have a very special guest that's joining me Brenda Marie Sheldrake is a contributing author to the best-selling book Your One Habit to Thrive in a post covid world in her chapter she shares the importance of creating connections brenda's love for helping people and her passion for creating connections inspired her to start her company linking with heart as a licensee with selling on the spot marketplace she hosts online events for entrepreneurs ready to learn and practice new skills Her approach leads to closed sales and generating money right on the spot. Brenda's experiences have motivated her to share with other entrepreneurs how she has generated income through connections and converted strangers into friends. Brenda is a person after my own heart because I absolutely love converting strangers into friends. Friends Friday Fun was started in order to help people to make friends as adults. I know it's not easy. And so I had started out by offering to share my friends with people in my community who were new to my community. And so I would have a monthly potluck where I would invite friends over so they could be introduced to my friends and make new friends. So, as you can see, Brenda and I have a lot in common. And Brenda Marie, actually, I met through Carl Richards. And Carl was on a recent episode that I did talking about communication. And when I bring people here, I ask them to pick one of the four C's for success to discuss because I honestly believe... This is a really important strategy. Number one, commit to your ideas. Number two, communicate, communicate what you need. And so the third C is community and making sure that you have somebody that will help support you and help you move forward in a positive way and also be able to nurture relationships in our community And value the people that we already have who have come before us uh, with great wisdom and experience. And then finally, the fourth C is collaborate. I know that uh, Brenda Marie also does a lot of collaboration. Thank you so much, Brenda. And happy Friends Friday. Thank you for having me here, Penny. I'm so excited that you invited me to join you. Well, you know, it's really exciting to have you here because you are a new to me friend. So today we're going to talk about community. I want to know the value that you find in connecting people in the community. Tell me a little bit about that. Well, I've always
0: thought that building connections within the community is very important because that gives you a safety net. People don't have a safety net right now. For a lot of people, that was one of the things that was missing when COVID first hit was that there was an absence of a safety net. But if you have a big community, then you have a safety net.
1: Very good. And you actually wrote a chapter in the book, Your One Habit to Thrive in a Post-COVID World, correct? Yes, I did. Wonderful. And now, so that's what you do is you connect people in the community. And I have been doing this for a very long time. At Graduate Thrivers, we spend a lot of time thinking. And that's one thing that I find is missing a lot for people is just to stop, stop and think. Stop and think about what you want your life to look like, about the people that you want in your life. And through reflection, uh, through Graduate, I have discovered that I actually have been a community builder for a very long time. Uh, When I was seven, I used to have sewing clubs and book clubs. We had music clubs, and I led them all. I initiated them, and I actually would invite people to come, and I had a little uh, tin shed that we had that was empty, and so I would make that my fort, if you will. That was my, my place where I actually believe that that was the beginning of my entrepreneurship, because I charged everybody a penny to come to, to my club. and it was a, It was a lot of fun, but it was really about making a financial commitment, you know, to come and play with me. First 10 years, I was an entrepreneur and I was building communities. And so this is really important to me. Did you find in growing up that you had that similar experience?
0: It's really interesting that you mentioned that, Penny, because I would say that my experience was really the opposite of that. I grew up in a very small town. I lived in a part of town where there were no other children, so I really didn't know how to build community. I kept myself on the playground. I didn't have the connection that you talk about. I was was stunted in building those connections because I didn't have the community.
1: Wow, that's really interesting. And, you know, I guess I never really thought about that because everywhere that I have ever lived, there's always been lots of people around. Now, I do currently live in what was a small town. When we moved here 33 years ago, there was all of 1,100 people that lived in my community, which I'm outside of Ottawa, about 20 minutes in a community called Limoges they put in the biggest water park in Canada here called Calypso. And when that happened, we actually now have two traffic lights in our community that I literally can see from my bedroom window. And we have over 8,000 people that live here. So I came to realize that there were a lot of people in my town that I didn't know. And I wanted to know who they were. (laughs) So I started uh, Friends Friday, Friday, Hotlucks. and I would invite through Facebook and our Limoges community Facebook group I would invite new to the community people to come to my house and I shared my friends with them so I gave them an opportunity to meet new people which as an adult it's hard sometimes to make friends so I totally understand the idea of coming from a small community however it must have been pretty tiny because um, I know that my husband grew up in a community of, I think, 600 people and there were other children. And of course, this podcast is started in honor of my mother-in-law. And so I had a lot of opportunity to experience that small community feeling. Bringing that to people is so important. And so today you have the opportunity to do that with your work, right?
0: Yes, and i think that's part of what made it so important to me was because i knew what it was like to be all by yourself to not feel like you have your community to not know who your tribe was i know what those things were like and and i just like to mention one thing i live in a big city now i live in in toronto and the interesting thing when i was listening to you share about what you were doing in limoges with your your fridays i thought no one in Toronto would do a Facebook post saying come to my house for potluck and I'll introduce you to my friends because they would be terrified of what they would get. So (laughs) not only is it really small towns but some of us who live in big cities suffer from the same challenges.
1: I hear you I hear you and you know it's funny because my children I've always done this right so I talk to strangers all the time and I never told my kids don't talk to strangers. I always suggested that, you know, strangers are simply friends we haven't met yet. That's it, you know, and I am of the mindset that if what you think about comes about. So if you are fearful that you will meet weirdos, that's what you're going to get. If you're opening your heart and sharing with other people an opportunity to meet new people, Only good people will come forward. That's my belief.
0: That's a a beautiful and and you know, I I share your idea that strangers are only friends we haven't made yet. I always say that I'm so grateful for opportunities to make the new friends when I when I host my events and I bring new people together, and we're just building a bigger community, making more new friends, more people who can help each other and be there for each other.
1: And I think that's really powerful right now that's what our world needs is opportunities to really know that we can count on each other so again it it comes back to the whole idea how can you do something special on Friday and the reason I picked Friday is because for me it's the end of the week and it's perfect it rhymes with friends and you know friends Friday fun so the whole idea is that I am purposeful on Friday to be extra nice. I'm nice most of the time. I I like to think, but, uh, you know, maybe on Friday, if I go and get groceries, I will let somebody with two items in front of me, I offer. And I actually was telling somebody this the other day and they said, oh, that's interesting because when I'm in a hurry, I ask if I can go ahead of somebody, but I've never thought to offer it. (laughs) I was like, okay, do that on Friday. Think about that on Friday. Just do that one thing. And then if everybody did that, imagine the ripple effect we could have, right? So now we also take time to ask you one of the positive attitude zone talk card questions. And on my last episode, I was drawn to this card for you, Brenda Marie. So what makes you feel loved? That is your question.
0: What an amazing question. And I love the fact that you don't prep us by giving the question way in advance because I could, I could analyze this and I could do a Google search and I could, but instead I'm just answering straight from my heart. So what makes me feel loved? Well, you know, it's, I think it's easier to say what it isn't.
1: Mm.
0: Um, it, it isn't boxes of candy. It isn't bringing home dinner. It isn't, or at least it's not bringing home dinner every Friday. I grew up in a home where, they, where my dad brought home dinner every Friday, but it isn't, that's not what it is. It isn't something you can buy. I think what makes me feel loved is that unconditional acceptance and the encouragement that I get when I, tr- when I say, I want to try something new. I'm going to go out there. I'm going to do this new experiment. I've just decided to start this new business. This aspect is changing and I get, okay, go for it. You can do it. It's going to work. Whatever happens, I'm going to be there for you. I'm in your corner. And that's what makes me feel loved.
1: Beautiful. I love that. It's really exciting that you have that because in my world, when I wanted to try something that was new and way out of my comfort zone, I often got laughed at. And so I was of the mindset, well, I'm going to show you and do it anyways. It's really nice that you have that you have that. They say that there are five ways that people show affection or like to receive affection. And it's really important to know what that is for people so that you can honor that for them and one of the things for me definitely again through reflection through graduate i came to realize that um it's spending time with people that's why i love community is and i love building communities and i love to have uh, events like bonfires where i invite my friends over or the potlucks when somebody chooses to invest time and spend it with me, that makes me feel loved. So thank you so much for sharing that because it's really important that people recognize and ask these questions, because you don't know until you ask. And that's what I'm really trying to get across. And that's so
0: true. So I will add that there is one thing that happens that makes me feel loved. And that's when out of the blue, my husband comes home from work some night, And he's got a bouquet of flowers. There's something about fresh cut flowers. I mean, I think he could have gone and cut them from the neighbor's yard. It doesn't have to be $1,000. It's just there's something about when I see those beautiful flowers and and they're for me. That. yeah. That just does it. That's another one that just does it for me.
1: Yeah, that's a thoughtful, a very thoughtful gesture. And it's way better when it's a surprise. It's not intentional for a certain something, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's really nice that you have that in your court too. So now it's time for you to pick our question for our next episode. So we have actually five categories. Pick a number between one and five, please. Three. Three. So three is uh, the green category, which is creative thinking. As I mentioned, when we chatted earlier, one of the uh, questions that I answered recently on one of my episodes was uh, if you could have a superpower, what would it be and why? You know, it was just so cool because that's from the creative thinking category as well. And that made me think of you.
0: That's one of the interview questions that
1: I ask when I interview people. Yes. I found that very interesting. Now we need to pick a number between one and five. Four. All right. So number four, which is cool because there's four C's for success. (laughs) So this question here is going to be for my partner, Liz, to answer on our next episode. If you could have any talent in the world, what would it be? So that's a fun one to reflect on. You don't get to answer that, Brenda. You have to wait.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But I'm going to listen next week to find out what your partner says.
1: Exactly. And I use this kind of like a cliffhanger, you know, and it gives you, the listeners, the opportunity as well to think about the question for yourself, right? Then come back and hear what we have to say about it. So it's always fun to uh, use in the questions to really engaged and thoughtful conversations so thank you so much for sharing with me today I really appreciate you being here taking the time out now of course one of the jobs that you have is to bring a joke that is going to wrap up our episode so were you able to find something I think I've got something awesome what was the
0: sharp cheddar searching for
1: I have no idea what the sharp cheddar would be searching for
0: A graded community.
1: (laughs) I love it. I think that's pretty awesome. Thank you for bringing that to the table. And actually, Carl suggested that I might want to compile a book of all the jokes that were brought to the episode to launch on my anniversary. I've been thinking about that. That might be a, a fun thing to do. Any last words that you'd like to share about community?
0: Uh, So my final thought on community would be, it doesn't take a lot of effort. It doesn't take a lot of work on your part to build your community. One simple thing that you can do, again, touching on something Penny said earlier, when you're in line in the grocery store and that cashier is cashing through all your groceries and she's so focused and she's rushing and there's a lineup behind her, as she's checking through your groceries, ask her how her day is.
1: Beautiful.
0: The answer and thank her for being there when you're done.
1: Yeah. Thank her for her service. That's so, so important. If we had more people that were being grateful for all the services that are provided in our community, I think we'd have a pretty awesome community that supports us. Thank you so much, Brenda. It's been a lot of fun. It's quite a an opportunity for me to make a new friend and so thank you so much from my heart to your heart for being here today and sharing your thoughts on communities want to thank all of our listeners for taking time out as well to join us and of course you'll be able to find uh the connections for brenda in the show notes on the episode and brenda actually has a beautiful gift that she would like to share with everyone so the link for that will be available in uh, the show notes for you to access and i want to just finally say happy friends friday everyone have a great week thank you for wrapping up your week with me and i'll look forward to talking to you again on our next episode bye for now
0: Thanks for winding down your week with our Friends Friday Fun Podcast. Penny Lee is looking to make one million friends worldwide. To join her newfound friend, fans, fire off an email to hello at pennyleepravot.com or kick off your shoes and visit the Dancing Motivator Facebook page and drop by her website for more fun ways to live your best life now.